How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer for Friday, March the 12th. We are ending your week off here with, once again, a full day of news. Very exciting. And we're going to start things off here with Xbox. Let's jump right in. So Microsoft and Bethesda kind of held a roundtable-ish thing. It's about an hour long. Basically talking about the Bethesda acquisition. I haven't watched the video, but here's what they're saying in the headlines. Uh, the biggest thing is that they pretty much confirmed that Xbox exclusivity is going to happen for Bethesda games. They do have some contractual obligations for some upcoming games like Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo. Those are going to be on PlayStation 5, and we'll have timed exclusivity there. But otherwise, here's what Phil Spencer said, quote, If you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is this is about delivering great, exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists, end quote. And he emphasized that anything that already exists on PlayStation is going to continue being supported, but future titles like maybe Elder Scrolls 6 is just going to be on PC and Xbox, and of course day one on Game Pass. I don't think this is going to be surprising to anyone. There were a few different theories out there about what would happen, but I mean, hey, this is how you compete with PlayStation, right? Everybody talks about the PlayStation exclusives and Xbox just got Elder Scrolls and Fallout and Doom. That's a big deal. Uh, the other thing from the roundtable is that they said a whole bunch of the ZeniMax back catalog is now going to be available on the Game Pass today on, you know, all of the platforms, console, PC, and uh, streaming, the cloud. So they've got the Dishonored games, a whole bunch of Doom games, Elder Scrolls 3, 4, 5, and online, The Evil Within, Fallout 4 and 76, and New Vegas. And then they've got Prey, Rage 2, and the three Wolfenstein games. I don't think that's the entire catalog, but I imagine they'll get there at some point. <laughs> The second and final expansion for The Outer Worlds is officially releasing on March 17th, and it's called Murder on Eridanos. Uh, it's also going to release on the Nintendo Switch later this year. So this expansion is pretty cool. It's all about solving a murder mystery. Uh, the player is going to be able to, quote, interrogate witnesses, learn about potential alibis, and argue who you believe is responsible, end quote. So this can have a whole bunch of different outcomes as well. You could falsely accuse an innocent... You could legitimately try to find the right person. You can even convince people that you are the murderer for some reason. It looks like it's pretty open in terms of what you can do. Gotta love stuff like that. Uh, it's also going to add a bunch of new quests, perks, flaws, and weapons, and a new tool that allows you to analyze clues. Sounds like a lot of fun. Okay, there's two games I'm going to talk about video game sales today. A couple of announcements. Uh, the first is that Little Nightmares 2 has sold over 1 million copies in under a month. And that's really good for that game because the first game, it took over a year for that to happen. So they've got some awesome growth. And hopefully that means more entries in the series, right? I hope that that proved something to the publisher. I love the first game. Uh, and then the other announcement is that Loop Hero has now sold half a million copies, 500,000, in just its first week. It has definitely taken off in the indie scene. So if you're looking for like a unique twist on the roguelike slash deck builder genre, this is definitely one to check out. It's got some new mechanics that you haven't seen before, and it, it kind of mushes a bunch of things together that you wouldn't have expected, but for some reason really works. Anyway, I've heard a lot of good things about the game. Again, that's Loop Hero. There's also a bunch of free games that I should tell you about. Uh, first of all, Tell Me Why had its first episode. It's now free to play forever. This is the game from Don't Not Entertainment. They made Life is Strange. And this is like most episodic games. They'll make the first entry free so that you can try the game out without committing to it financially. But then, of course, you get hooked on the story, and then you're going to want to buy the other episodes. Uh, we've also got Metro 2033, which is now free to keep on Steam until next Monday. And if you just want to buy it, the entire franchise is also 80% off. 
And then finally, if you head over to the Epic Game Store, you can pick up a strategy game called Surviving Mars. It's actually a colony builder. And I thought this was a pretty entertaining game. I liked playing it because it was pretty simple to understand. And it didn't make me feel like I was constantly losing, like many other strategy games make me feel. And then the next game that they're giving away next week is called The Fall, which is a neat indie game. Otherwise, folks, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, like the last few weeks, I hope to be back with the weekend variety shows over the next two days, but that might not happen. Like I've said before, school is ramping up in its final weeks. I'll do my best. Regardless, I will be back on Monday with the news. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. How are you doing? I hope you're okay. Hey, uh, yesterday we talked a whole lot about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I had mentioned that I never really saw the, the 1987 cartoon, right? Well, I, I watched it today for the first time. I was doing some work, and I was like, you know what? I need something on that uh, I'm able to half pay attention to, and I think classic cartoons are a great thing to do that with. So I threw on the first episode of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and it was a lot of fun. I, I think... Uh, I think I'm going to keep watching it. I did find it interesting how the first episode is pretty much the same as the 1990 movie. Was it 1990? Yeah, 1990. Like the introduction and the storyline and everything is basically totally the same. I don't know if the rest of it will play out that way, but I found it interesting. And also, thank you all of you for reaching out and telling me about your experiences with the franchise. I got quite a few of you telling me about your favorites. Got a lot of people supporting me that Donatello was the best. Got a Raphael in there, got a Leonardo, but I don't think I saw a fave for Michelangelo. Poor Mikey. Uh, what else we got here? Oh yeah, The Outer Worlds. So I, I was one of the people who actually really loved The Outer Worlds. I think a lot of people went into that game with pretty high expectations for Obsidian. And, you know, fair enough, I guess. The way that they were advertising it was pretty, uh, hey, this is the next Fallout New Vegas, basically. And it wasn't that. But I, I had a really good time with The Outer Worlds, for what it was. And, I mean, murder mysteries are always cool, you know? If you can really pull that off in a video game. Like, what are some good murder mystery video games? I think about, like, L.A. Noir, maybe some of the Nancy Drew games I know were pretty solid. Shelby played one of those recently. The Wolf Among Us, maybe? I mean, I don't know if that uh, gives you a whole lot of freedom as much as it's just a narrative adventure. Murdered Soul Suspect? I did a Google now. Return of the Obra Dinn. Ooh, that's an indie game that I have not played yet, but has been on my list for a very long time. I know Hitman 3 did a murder mystery level recently. So anyway, I think it's uh, it's one of those things that can be a lot of fun. But the sad thing about them is like, unless you're someone who really loves replaying games, you, you can only usually do it once, right? Unless you want to see all of the different options. Once you know who, the, the mystery, you know, solution, then you kind of lose that magic of, oh, who's it going to be, right? And I, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Like play a murder mystery once and that's going to be a great time. I'm reading uh, Agatha Christie right now, and that's only something you have to read once, right? It's not like you have to read it multiple times. Actually, it's funny, I, I have read these Agatha Christie books that I'm reading right now before, but I have such a horrible memory that I remember basically nothing about it. I don't know who the killer is, I don't know who any of the characters are. It's one of the few benefits of having a horrible, horrible memory, is that I get to re-experience things as if they're the first time. It takes a while, like it takes a couple of years. And if something is particularly impactful, you know, it's not like I'm just forgetting everything. But if it's something like a murder mystery and I lose the details, hey, I can deal with that. Anyway, I definitely want to revisit The Outer Worlds at some point. I gave it one playthrough and I played it pretty straight. And I would love to like, you know, these are the types of games that thrive when you role play a character 
when you go evil or you go crazy or superhero or whatever, the more that you can like spec into a specific role, even if you're just like, yeah, I'm unhanded, I beat people up, and then you kind of create your own storyline about what you think your character would do and stuff. I think there's a lot of fun in that. So I want to revisit and, and do that with this game. And then, you know, play through the DLC and whatnot, which I haven't done. Maybe I can do that on stream someday. Anyway, folks, uh, there you go. Like I said, I might not be back this weekend, but uh, I do have to, like, do some homework that is video game related. So I might be able to tie that into the Observer somehow. We'll see how it goes. And I'll be back whenever. Next time, next time I see you, okay? So until then, ciao. <laughs>